welcome to the 8-Bit Cat Show, a place where friends geek out over the nerdy things we love sometimes with cats. Rambo's giving us his back this evening. I'm your host, Stephanie Katz, with us tonight, Zach. Hey, how's it going? Peter. Hi. Tiam. Hello. And friend of the show, DJ. Hi, I guess. <laughs> You sound so, you sound so surprised like you've never been on this before. No, it's like my first time being first here. First time. Yeah. No, it's yeah, not. It's his second. No, no, it's his first time. I don't remember his first time. Yeah, his first time was when he came and talked about Halo. Yeah, yeah was... like a year ago. Oh, also, that was okay. in person. Completely yeah. different environment. <laughs> Completely different environment. Oh, and I, I, I was so shy. Are, Are you, you still shy? My mouse has done the weird thing where it's, it's decided to, to disappear. It's hard not to be shy when you're all cramped into that one area. You don't need a mouse. Uh, no, I kind of do. Apparently, we're going to have to start this over because she can't see her mouse. Oh, yep. Shit. Yeah, I my phone. Hey, well. Do you need, do you need <laughs> tech support? I know a guy. Come over there in like 30 minutes. Yeah, who's going to drive you? Tom's Why back in the real world. Happen? I don't know. How do I fix this? I don't know. Fuck. You know what? <laughs> Go away. I literally touched the mouse and it's right back and I don't know what she was doing wrong. Every time. <laughs> it's fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Is it now? Anyway, DJ. Leave all first... of that in. <laughs> <laughs> DJ's first time on the show was right before Halo Infinite came out and he gave us the preview. Yeah, and, I know. Yeah, yeah like I remember. Ago. Yeah, that was like a year ago, around this time. Well, you know what? He's back now. <laughs> How's Halo Infinite doing a year later? Actually, ah. actually, we could talk about that. That was actually almost exactly a year ago. Um, and Halo Infinite is sh struggling. <laughs> yeah, I can I can tell you in like five minutes, like how bad. Halo All right, going. ready? Yeah. Go. So, ever since Halo Infinite came out in December of 2021, I bought the Xbox, I bought the controller, and I cried like a happy little kid on the brand new day of school before you found out that it was actually going to be utterly terrible. Campaign <laughs> was great. Like, it was really great. My God. Campaign was solid. Was... Campaign was solid. It, it was very solid. But let me tell you about something I've always afraid of, microtransactions. You, you gotta love spending like 20 bucks on, a, on just a single skin, you know, then you realize that everyone else has that skin. So it's like, oh, but don't you, don't you want the cat ears, DJ? You don't, you don't want the cat ears? Oh, no, bro. When the cat ears came out, I was playing Battlefield 2042. So, you know, I, I missed out on the cat ears. That's what finally actually put it over the edge for me. I'm like, okay, this is just, this is too much. This is, yeah. No, the cat ears were so early into the game's release. Yes. It was. And that's what it pushed was. me over and said, nope, that's where they've ruined it. No, the, the microtransactions are bad enough, but now they're really just catering to being as stupid as they can with this shit. Okay. It's. It's called December. Duty 2.0. I think the real reason it really turned me off is I'm like, oh, I kind of want that. And I go, oh, no, that's how they get you. Nope. 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 That's the stupidest I'm thing I've ever seen. It. And I kind of want it. And nope, that's how, that's why this business model is awful. And I hate you. Stop I it. Spent now. about $150 on skins alone. That is unnecessary. Why? They're why? skins. They do, nothing to, they do nothing to change your ability to play the game. Because I have an emotional connection. Already. To Master Chief, I got to meet him and Cortana in person in Houston in 2019. Actually, that's pretty awesome. That's but pretty cool. 
<laughs> you've hurt you've hurt Tom's soul. But legitimately, why? No. It's because it's you our... spent two hundred and something dollars on Halo Infinite. That's like including the base price of the game, yeah. Oh my god. Oh no, 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 that's not including the rare Xbox. Oh no, rare I controller. forgot you got you got the stupid expensive Xbox too, didn't you? Oh, that baby, beautiful! Oh my god, I would not trade that thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be upset that you got a nice Xbox because Stephanie knows that I got the God of War PS4 when it came out. Yeah, he 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 drove like 20 miles to go. I will say, where did though? The God of War one was good. It's beautiful. That is a beautiful machine on that one. That was they did a really good job with the design. But the system is actually a useful piece of hardware because you can still use it to play other games. Those skins well, do you nothing. Well, I mean, I can't fault him either. I already spent two hundred dollars on God of War Ragnarok. But, but, yeah, but, but, but you you got. I'm assuming you got the the collector's the edition. Collector. Yeah. Well, yeah. That makes sense. But I actually got the most expensive collector's edition of God of War, and I canceled it. The Yotar <laughs> edition. Yeah. The, the soundtrack. You suck. I canceled it all for one single reason because so of I, this. So did I get your your PS4? I, I oh bought, no, the new maybe. the new God of War coming out. Mm. I bought three hundred dollar keycaps. That his his uh, girlfriend almost murdered him over. Are they are they super clicky clacky? I can hear nothing. No, nope. I can hear. They're nothing. not super. They are exactly. not. They are not. They are silent. Wow, that is uh, quite quiet. It's like the opposite of what I want with keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I work from home, so you don't want someone to be like, hi. Can you turn your oh no! When they when they moved all of our desks around, um, they originally only moved like the my tower, and I made them switch my keyboard because I was like, no, that this one doesn't click. I need the that one because it's all clicky. I need I need my keyboard. No, I I will say if I'm clicking on a keyboard, I do enjoy that uh, lovely tactile feedback. But I completely understand where you're coming from on this one, DJ. Working from home and talking to people over the phone all the time while you're typing. Yeah, I hate when you're on that customer service and like, and just a moment. No, you're gonna you're gonna hear me typing and my anger. I'm sorry for that whole. You're gonna hear me be upset at you for five minutes straight as I type out everything. My boss can tell how irritated I am with someone by the amount of click clacking I do. Necessary. You're unnecessary. So, so, but DJ, you're telling me you like the special edition Xbox? Yeah. So it was actually cool is that you have a black light. You actually can see a certain insignia on the Xbox itself. It really actually and, it makes me sad because this is the first Xbox I've owned that wasn't a stupid Halo uh, uh, special edition one. And like, let me tell you, like, so right now they did like this video a few weeks back, basically saying, "Hey, we're going to reinvent the game." Like, our season pass is going to basically be out for almost a year. But, hey, we're going to get free stuff. And everyone's just like, but we want more content. And they're like, well, we don't have anything. They're finally going to release Forge. They're finally going to release this and that. And I'm like, I spent almost $200 on skins. And what I got to show for, no rank, some cool skins. And that's it. Like, it, it, it kind of just fell off. It's like, remember when... Um, the PS4 first came out and everyone started talking about how great Knack was going to be. It's like that. It's like it's like the Knack of gaming right now. Knack, You're just wasn't, seeing... Knack wasn't a terrible game. It just... 
I want to say it I literally they no, overhyped it. I'm yeah. just gonna say I literally have no idea what it is. So that's as much as much of a cultural uh, touchstone it really is. I've never heard of that game. Exactly. That, that's how people feel about Halo. It's like, what's this, what's happening? I don't know. And honestly, the campaign was the best one since Halo Three. Oh yes, honestly, yeah, but that's not a high emotion. bar of success. I mean, no, but that's the main really, reason why people got it, though. I guess that's true, but it, well, it, 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 the campaign was nice because it actually brought me back to those original Halo games. It felt like that. I'm like, which was oh, that's where I liked those games the most. I'm like, yeah, I played couch, I like I played on the couch against my friends. I never really liked to play the online as much unless I was playing with my friends. I never did like the ranked matches or anything like that online. It never felt necessary to me. But the campaigns was always what the important part was, and this one, the campaign was good. Yeah, I, I do say that with them going free-to-play for the multiplayer, that did mess things up. It gave them a lot of room to mess around with instead of having that dedicated package as usual. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you think about playing Halo Infinite, go ahead. It's free, but uh, be warned. Uh, you might spend money, but there is going to be a free winter <laughs> update. Not, not mites. You chose to do that. <laughs> The game wasn't like, hey, you need to spend this money to continue to play. You chose to do that. It's not even pay- Again, it's not even pay to win. It doesn't make you any better. Ma'am, it's not, it's not about paying to win. It's about paying to look good. Uh-huh. Technically, cosmetic microtransactions are considered the less egregious microtransactions. But... I will say yes, but yeah. it still seems unnecessary in that game. Find me but, a way to, for me to earn that thing in the game so I play your game more. But here's the funny thing, though. People who often spend more game, spend more money on microtransactions in the game are often more intimidating to players. Like, oh, my God, they got this rare, cool skin that they spent money on. Oh, my God, I'm going to do terrible. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a nice, it was a nice try, DJ. It was a nice try. Like, because you... Me, my ability to spend money to buy a skin says nothing about my ability to play Halo. I'm really bad at Halo, um, but I can go and get a really nice skin and make you think I'm good at it. <laughs> I guess that's the point. That's, what we, that's the whole point of Call of Duty Warzone. No, no, see, I want people to underestimate me in these games because that's the only way I can get a kill. If you think I'm good, you're going to take me seriously. Don't. <laughs> Treat me like I'm a little baby. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to shoot a baby in the face, though. Exactly. <laughs> what if that baby was a zombie crawling to you? What then? You throw it out a window. Kick it. <laughs> I, got, I got my steel toe boots on. I'm seeing. I'm going for distance, and I'm going for speed. Yeah, yeah punt it. <laughs> and goal. It's good. But only if it's a zombie baby. Never with a regular baby. That'd be terrible. Of I love babies. Those are great. Yeah. I just I just want to make sure everybody knows that. Zombie baby though, sure, I'm going to town. Like, Not a regular like, baby. Like I don't know, they have ever... baby, demon baby, a talking tree baby, a baby that somehow half mixed with Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers, a baby from Chucky. You don't... Look, I know it's Halloween, but you don't need to be like coming at me with that like creepy energy. I don't mm. need that over here. Baby that's part tree sounds cute. I could hang out with baby Groot there. We're good. Well, Groot's not part tree. Groot's all tree. A baby that's part tree implies that the other part is like human. <laughs> I don't need to see a baby growing a branch out of its very fleshy stub where its arm should be. 
Also, I'm gonna have questions like, how did? Okay, no, I'm out. I'm out again. I'm out again. Peter. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that. I told you, he kind of trying to come at us with that creepy energy, and I'll do that in my life. Semantics are important. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But but speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, they dropped a trailer for the holiday special today. Um, and yeah, it sounds like it looks like they're gonna kidnap Kevin Bacon. I haven't seen it yet, so thank you for spoiling it. Looks like they're going to kidnap Kevin Bacon. I also have not seen it. I did see the trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Ooh. That, that dropped today, huh? too, and it was, it, was, it was interesting. It looks stupid. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was always going to be You might want to backtrack that. It looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. It's supposed to be stupid. It's an Ant-Man movie. It's kind of yeah, a point. Yes. <laughs> It's supposed to be a little stupid, and you're supposed to go, wait, what? I, actually, the problem is it looks a little stupid because it looks like they're going to try and make it real serious at some point in time. And I'm like, nah, that's not really Scott Lang, though. Well, have you seen uh-huh. the memes, how they're like, Ant-Man, Quantumanium ran because Spy Kids 3 walked? <laughs> <laughs> it does have a very Spy Kids 3 vibe. 3D, the it, Spy Kids 3D vibe. It does. If Sylvester Stallone and his clones show up, I'm going to freak out. I would I would buy that movie like ten times over just for that. It's like I want to make sure we have a record of that. Well, speaking of Marvel, we finished She Hulk, and I have feelings. Are um, they good or are they bad? Well, I was gonna let Peter go first since he's finally watched it. Oh yeah, I binged the whole thing the other day, and it's sad because this probably would have been one of the only MCU shows that I probably could have just watched on a weekly basis. It's paced a little bit better for that. Um, I liked it well enough. Um, I didn't really have any issues. Sure, the effects were a little meh, but it didn't ruin the story or the acting. It's also TV show budget, so you, I give them a little bit of leeway. Of course, the Hulk's not going to look as good as he does in a $250 million movie. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. but I, I it's, well, it's not like, the worst show ever created. Like A lot of people prep it up to be. Honestly, it, it's not the worst show ever created, no. It... it Started out a little slow, but it did did get better. But that finale, bro, the fuck hey, was that? Was great. I, I, it was great. A meta humor. It was meta. It was straight no, that, meta. That's that's She Hulk. That's what yeah. she always does. That is actually almost. It's it's not quite because in the comics, it's a it's a direct allusion to a scene that happens in the comics that actually yeah. they repeat with Deadpool later, and the Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. But she, I hate that. she I hate gets out of her own uh, comic book and walks into the writer's room of the comic book instead of walking into the movie studio and doing that. So it's not a direct, I guess it's not a direct shot for shot from the comics, but there, that's, that scene is specifically in one of her comic book runs. It's the most recent one that, that this is drawing mostly from. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it so much. Like, I was, I was down with everything until no. until all that happened. And then I was like... This is stupid. Honestly, I Look, thought that they, was they the best part of the show. They could have the fourth wall breaking stuff a little better. Maybe have it go increasing throughout the series, like throughout the whole season. Well, they did, but it's fine. That's that's that has always been what She Hulk is. I much prefer that to her getting into a big dumb fight with God. What was the bad guy's name? Like Todd or something? Uh, Todd. Yes. That was stupid. Todd. I'm so Ted? glad they didn't do was that. It Todd? Whatever. No, I'm, I'm, I actually really like them calling them on the fact that oh. this giant, huge fight thing at the end, this is fucking stupid and this is not where the no, show should actually go. No, don't get me wrong. Okay. Like, that yeah. 
like that also would have been stupid if that had been like the main like whatever but i just i don't know i just didn't like it the ending i don't know i thought it, it was annoyed me. i thought that was the best part of the show i did thoroughly enjoy the kevin bot uh it looked like he was wearing a black baseball cap just like kevin feige and that was quite funny <laughs> I, I i gotta say this though the show was not only like really really good for what it was the hate that it got was just unnecessary completely the, undeserved the hate was the hate was definitely undeserved i i could say yeah like yeah, oh yeah i liked it or i didn't love it you could definitely say that but there was nothing yeah. wrong with the show honestly exactly no it, was, it didn't deserve the amount of vitriol it got oh god it was too it much it has some issues but it's still overall a good show and it's exactly what you were going to get from she-hulk well here's my problem with the she-hulk show that i think a lot of people agree with is that um the way that they attacked the audience was not only brilliant, but people can't take a joke. Like, that was the whole point. Like, the first few episodes was basically attacking people who were going to attack the show just because it's a woman. Yeah. That's not funny. It, and was. it worked out in his favor very well. Hey, guess why they're so mad? Because they got called out on their bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> She-Hulk has been a character of both, you know, fun and sexual references. Uh, so, I was just like, well... They're bringing up female body humor and they're bringing up examples of the female dating game. Who doesn't see that? Especially for a giant green woman who's just like, damn, I want to climb that. Saying you'd go up on her? Oh, bro, given a chance, I, I mean, I'll let my girlfriend know, like, hey, look, I love you, but it's She Hulk. You know, you... But it's She Hulk. Yeah, but how do you feel about Jennifer Walters? You're sexist. I knew it. I will still, I will still, you know, let her climb me the backwards way. It's like, hey, look, I, I climb you, then you climb me. I'm like six foot. You're like five eleven. So you know, yeah, quid pro quo. I like it. All right, that, that's that's fair. That's feminism right there. Exactly. You know, quality, <laughs> quality. Hey. I, my favorite part was uh, Charlie Cox's walk of shame. That was to be fair, Daredevil doing the walk of shame was pretty funny. I, I like in the full costume is just fantastic, and it's like no, he was carrying his boots. Like, well, yeah, I, I, that's actually the best detail is because they always they always do that in media. The girls always carrying high heels, which makes sense because they're uncomfortable. Well, he's also wearing giant combat boots that probably smelled high heaven, and he's got super smell. So yeah, yeah I would be kind of be like, now yeah, let's get those behind me, get them in the wind, let my feet breathe a little bit. I, I have to say this though, my least favorite episode, well, episodes is the wedding episode and the episode afterward. I hate those episodes, I hate them because of like how realistic it is. You find someone, you get interested in them, and then just boom, that you was found out ghosted. That was fucked. Yeah. That was fucked, honestly. But that's reality. But that is, it, it's reality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's normally like, in reality, he, he didn't try to steal your blood and uh, expose you on the internet. Normally, oh. the exposing on the internet happens more often than the stealing your blood for uh, some sort of weird uh, medical experiment. I hope, good God, I hope that's the case. That doesn't happen very often. I thought that episode was not only very realistic but very humane. It's yeah. like, hey, Jennifer, you you need to just let go. Don't keep being, you know, so tied up. I was like, wow, they're actually talking about you know rejection very honestly and very humanely. I love that. Right. But I just didn't like. Apparently, the Matador guy, I can't remember his name, El Aquile, I think it was, something like that. Apparently, he is uh, confirmed to be a mutant. Yes. He has a mutant gene, apparently. Also, Mr. Immortal is also a mutant. 
Well, yeah, Mr. Mortal is actually in the comics. I guess he's the what, leader of the uh, Great Lakes Avengers. For a short one, that, that team was not very well liked. Oh, no, no, that, that team was awful, and he's also terrible. But he's the only one that's going to be alive at the end of the universe, of the Marvel Universe, so it'll be fun. So yeah. fun. Truly immortal, and also apparently a kind of a dickhead. I kind of liked that in that, though, because he's always been kind of yeah. ineffectual. Like, his only superpower is that he can he doesn't die. So he's oh, not... Yeah, I mean, anything, still ki- anything normal still kills him. He just gets back up afterwards. So it doesn't yeah, really... let me... Uh... How you fight? How you fight in Thanos? He just punches you once every time. He's like, "This is getting annoying. Is this guy gonna keep coming back?" All right, I punch him again. He's dead. It's like, okay. all right, yeah, I died in a car crash in 1960. You know, changed my name together with a bad marriage. Then I died in 19, uh, 1982 because you know, ooh, that one night stand did not go well. It's like, hey, you found the perfect way to get out of a bad relationship just by committing suicide and then changing your name. The other problem is he needs to change his face more, I guess. And I don't think he was actually changing his name. I think that's the better part is he didn't really seem to be changing his name. They all knew him and were able to find him. And I'm like, you need to. No, be I be- think he was changing his name. Well, yeah, he changed his hiding. name. If you're immortal, you should be better at hiding things than that. <laughs> Wait a few hundred years while you're living in order to perfect that kind of thing and make sure that you can do it. You would think. Now, I, I gotta ask you guys a question. Okay. Uh, so about the show, what what cameo? Did you like the most? Wongers. Oh my god, Wongers! <laughs> yes. Daredevil, obviously. Uh, Charlie Cox was the, the best version of Daredevil we've gotten. I didn't want to talk about him very much though, because it, it is She-Hulk show. We already knew he's great as Daredevil, so I, I liked. Um, I liked that there was a difference in that Daredevil than the one from the Netflix show, though that he that he's known for. He, it is definitely a different vibe that he was giving off. He's a little bit happier, a little bit smoother. Actually, I think a little bit closer to the comics in his dealings with the fairer sex. Um, he was, Maybe. He, he was, he was too scowly. I think in the Netflix one, he was like the, adap- the comics they were adapting in the Netflix show are. They were all Daredevil at his absolute lowest point. It's true. So they were skipping these moments in between where he's actually like a pretty happy person. He, he, um, he's actually so, one of the more well-adjusted superheroes out there, in all honesty. Typically. There's a reason like he and Spider-Man are like best friends. They just get along very well because they're well-adjusted. Yeah, <laughs> and like, they're just you look at their Moon like, Knight is their weird friend that they're always worried about. Uh, <laughs> Moon Knight is a character Spider-Man ever, always tells people, if you ever have to team up with Moon Knight, don't. Season <laughs> two like, Why? of Moon Knight has been announced. I'm not surprised. It makes me moist. Very moist. <laughs> I liked my response better. I like my response better. <laughs> I was made uncomfortable by DJ's response, but we'll move on. Okay. So Tom watched so The Rings of Power. Oh, Lord. So proud of you. Did you watch all of it, Tom? Uh, I skipped a few episodes. Did you watch the end of it, at least? Yes, yeah. Okay, I got it. I caught up in the end. Oh, is it already over? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it just—it's. I think the total length of it might have been the uh, length of one of the special edition Lord of the Rings films. <laughs> yeah, the first season was only what twelve episodes or so. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like honestly, I overall impressions of it. I it, it's obviously they poured so much goddamn money into it. It's not even funny. It looks great. Um. The acting has been great. Um, honestly, I've liked it overall. It's a very Tolkien-esque 
kind of thing. It's it is not the fantasy and big budget things that we've been getting lately. It is more along the lines of the meandering ridiculousness that is Tolkien's writing, which is great, but it did translate. They did translate it well onto the screen. They 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 really got the actual vibe in there that Peter Jackson's original movies really had in there too. Even though they can't have be in any way based or inspired by those movies in any way because they don't have the rights to those movies, just the original works. And not I, even the original trilogy. I will oh, no, sorry, only the original trilogy. They actually don't they're trying to do the stuff from the Similarion, but they don't actually have the rights to that, so they only can reference stuff that's actually referenced in the uh Lord of the Rings trilogy about this time period. Oh god. It's a very con- I, it's a very convoluted thing, and they paid a billion dollars for the rights, basically. So, what does it make any sense? I I I was reading comments about the season finale, and people I, I saw in like two camps, like, "Oh my god, this is the best example of Tolkien lore." Oh my god, this is so terrible. Tolkien will be rolling in his grave. And I'm just like, I mean, if you read a Lord of the Rings book, you're just this is like extreme high fantasy. My my problem is. Um... I'm assuming it's because, again, they don't actually have the rights to the Similurion, but they changed kind of the origin of the deception of Sauron. Um, Originally, he was neither man nor elf. He was just a being that came to them to help them create the rings. I sort of liked it that he's like, I'm the rightful king of the Southlands. That That was a subtle thing, but I'm like, he wasn't supposed to be in mortal form or as a human. He was never really that. The only reason the elves trust him is because he was so pretty. And that's literally like what Tolkien says. Yeah, it's supposed to be his uh, Sauron affair or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. like, how far did you watch before you skipped? Uh, I would say when they got to the uh, the island, a little bit into that, Newman. and then I and then I caught up when they were uh, making the ring, and then that was good. Because I a of solid ones, and then you probably should watch. We like because yeah, I was I just. Because I, I watch the synopsis. I, I don't know if, if if without seeing it, like how like did you see that that twist coming? Yes and no, because the the best way to describe it is like the lore itself always said that he was very he was helping making the ring. So when he, when he started helping yeah, what, with the rings and saying certain stuff, it was kind of like. Okay, that's him, you know, and that was just kind of like the path that you take if you know the lore. But if you don't know the lore, you're going to be like surprised, like, holy shit, it's the actual bad guy. Like, I can't believe it, you know, but you'd actually have to know the lore to be able to know that he was he was the ear in everybody's ear or the voice in everybody's ear saying, hey, make the rings this way or do it this way. And when the elves made their rings, they were the first and that was like his trial before he made the one ring so when he made the one ring all the elves basically knew what was going on and they took it off at first and then they didn't they weren't taken over by the one ring of power even though they kept so they actually still used them during the wars uh gladriel had her own ring and she basically kept her realm pretty much longer living just because she yeah. had that ring of power. Gladriel had one, Elrond keeps one, and then the one yep. that goes to um, what's his name? Uh, Calibrimbor. That, that one ends up being gifted to Gandalf by uh, yeah. by uh, Elrond. And that's but the one they, that, that's the one that those, uh, Gandalf wears in the trilogy. Yeah, and those are the only rings that don't really get taken over by anybody. And then I think the dwarves, the dwarves, they, they can fight the 
mind warping of the ring because they have the uh the like the dwarven hardness but they also have like the dwarven sickness for like gold and yeah so they, like they don't fall they, they don't necessarily fall under sauron's influence immediately but they basically just delve into their deepest uh debaucheries Desires. as much as possible yeah. they they mine too deep and wake things that should not be woken well it yeah. kind of seems like they already did that <laughs> yeah because they I got because they got greedy with the myth with the uh mithril yeah, but I mean, watching the watching the ending and seeing him kind of like present himself, and then him trying to like coke Gladriel into joining him, was like kind of cool. And and seeing the transaction between them two really like yeah, kind of kinda like made the story nice, you know. But the nuances in between, and I mean, they're trying to cram in like three thousand years of lore, you know, into twelve episodes. So you're trying to jump scenes all the way through just to be able to make this show work so it's it's very hard to make that show 100 percent believable but at the same time like if you know the lore it kind of followed and i liked it now the wizard that's that's a little bit different i can't tell if he's saruman or gandalf i think he's gandalf um i actually think he's neither i believe he's one of the unnamed the blue as of unnamed blue wizards yeah i mean everybody has different interpretations but based based off of like the the three or four beings that came to collect him or something. And then he told, told him to be gone. And they were part of like the spiritual realm or whatever. That kind of just reminded me of uh, Saruman because Saruman had that ability to see that. Well, I guess they called him Sauron, didn't they? Not that I know of. Yeah. They, well, at first they, they thought, thought they he was Lord. Lord Sauron, but you're saying you think he's Saruman. Yeah. No, they definitely called him Lord Sauron. Yeah, because yeah. that that was like the, one of the red herrings to kind of, I guess if you like if you weren't familiar in, with the lore to kind of throw you off. Uh, see, I thought that the, I did get a little twisted. I I got really I started getting suspicious of. Um, and I forgot his fucking name. Wow. The the king fucker. <laughs> the king fucker, huh? Oh, How many kings did he fuck? Who are you? The king fucker? <laughs> uh, Nobody's gonna help me. Yeah, didn't it start with an H? Sauron? Yeah, the guy who turns into Sauron. It's Tar something, isn't it? I got suspicious of him when he's like, like got into, like, when they decided to sail from Numenor to Middle Earth, and he's like, Okay, no, I actually am coming. I'm like, uh, now I'm suspicious. Halbrand, that was his name. Yeah. yeah Lord Halbrand. Um, but yeah, then I got really suspicious when he was doing that. But then I'm like, when they came up and they actually said Lord Sauron to the wizard dude, I was sitting there going, okay, so that's going to be the guy that then is going to go influence them to do the rings, and they're going to do that. That's how they're gonna get this. And like, oh no, then they didn't. They did twist it. So they almost they got me slightly because I was calling. I'm like, oh, this guy's. Uh, Albrand is fucking this up. Oh, he's definitely going to be the guy. And then I'm like, oh no, maybe it's this this wizard dude. But I guess he is just a wizard. I don't know who the fuck he is. I don't know. I just think Gandalf would make sense because Gandalf is like really friendly with the hobbitses and don't the Harfoots become the hobbitses? I don't know. They do, I guess. But I will say, oh, or maybe, hey, or maybe he is also Sauron and uh, he split himself so he could make himself mortal to trick the elves. I don't know. And now he's going to have to reunite his two halves of his power and his uh, personality. Did you have a question, DJ? You good? No, I am staying silent because I have not watched this fucking show in 
Oh. Token lore makes my head hurt. And I used to play a lot of Lord of the Rings games, and I heard Celebrimbor, and I was like, oh, Middle-earth, Shadow of Mordor. And I was like... Celebrimbor's in Middle-earth, Shadow of Mordor? I actually did not know that. That war. Uh, that war. I didn't realize he was in that. Okay. It's a beautiful game. You should go play it. It's they're, like Assassin's Creed on good. crack. Yeah. You'd probably enjoy oh. it. It's too hard yeah. for me. They're They're really good games. Not canon at all, but great. Yeah, not, canon. <laughs> not canon anymore. Well, they tried to be canon, but no. I, I wish they would have just said fuck it and done a completely different ending. The Tolkien's are very uh, protective. The Tolkien estate is very protective of the canon. Extremely I don't doubt protective. that. <laughs> um, again, Jeff Bezos paid them a billion dollars and has just the rights to the original trilogy, but nothing that was in any of the other movies that have already been made. So they That's had to strange. walk a very fine line there, and they paid a billion dollars for it the seems right, kind those of rights. Silly. Look, I'm just hoping they do the same quality they did with the Lord of the Rings TV show with the Fallout TV show. That's it. That's all. I'm yeah, if they do that, if they put the money into it, like they're not going to write quite as much money into it, I don't think, because it is the most expensive TV show ever made at this point now. Um, but if they at least try as hard as that, then yeah, I actually have some faith in this Fallout game. And it might actually be good, but you I mean, doubt it. You mean TV show? TV show? You know what I mean. <laughs> no, we no. didn't actually. Because Fallout yeah. is awesome. This piece oh. of this piece of media content. I don't know. What do you want? Look. Also, side note: Fallout Four is getting a next gen update in 2023. So, if anyone's listening, you know, hey, okay. just make a new game. I don't give a shit about an update. Just make a new game. They're not going to do 4 it. Is probably the worst one they've released. Fallout Four no. is terrible. If you're going to remaster no, Fallout Four. No. It was not. 76 was 76. way worse. 76 never happened. That was oh, bullshit. Okay. It was a weird fucking dream we all had Look, together. And I'm I so lost sorry. 76. What is this but community season five? Isn't that the one with the gas leak? Yes, that's okay. that's the gas leak year. Yeah. Yes. Was it? I thought that was season four that was the gas leak year. I don't remember. There was one woman there. But you got my reference. <laughs> what is this community you speak of? Oh, shut up. Um, so we got to go see an advanced screening of Ticket to Paradise, which I believe is already out now, um, with Julia Roberts and George Clooney. Going into it with the trailers, it kind of looked like it was like a spirit child, like to what happened to Tess and Danny Ocean after the Ocean's movies. Um, obviously they're different characters, but I mean, it was, it was cute. It was a cute romantic comedy, but... I wouldn't, I wouldn't go pay to see it. Uh, what's funny is that it it's failing at the box office, like it terribly. Yeah, it was, like it it, it was it's terrible. Oh, it's going to do great on Hallmark Channel reruns. Oh no, no, not or Hallmark. Streaming. streaming in general, it's like, hey Jessica, you want to watch this family movie? Yeah, let's get the family and watch the movie. And you see Julia Roberts giant ass horse mouth throughout the entire movie. She's like, I can't stop staring at her. God damn. They do oh. they do make a joke about her horse mouth in the movie. It's beautiful. It was a little fucked up, but I kinda laughed. Uh but yeah, all the best parts of the movies are basically in the trailer, so Yeah. That. I couldn't yeah. get over the fact that the girl fell in love with the dude within thirty days and said, I wanna marry you and I'm just like It happens. That's pretty common. Especially in movies. Uh, yeah, they don't got all day to spend five years together. Come on, DJ. Get your, get it together here. Hey, hey, look. All I'm saying is that 
The girl was cute. The guy was cute. I mean, I think it was the sister was cute. Everyone was cute. The kids were cute. The movie was cute, but it's had a terrible story. Oh, I mean, yeah, it was a romantic comedy. There wasn't actually any story there. There's three plot points and a resolution. That's all a romantic comedy is, and that's what it was. And the, okay. end, the ending was exactly what you expect. Guess what? Spoiler. Julia Roberts and George Clooney end up uh, back together at the end of the movie, even after <gasps> being hatefully divorced for like 20 years. I did not mean to be such a bitch to you for 20 years. Well, I don't believe it. Hatefully divorced for 20 years. Like, wouldn't I be will... in the same room together. And then, oh, one three-day vacation in Bali, I think, right, Bali? Sure. Yeah, it was Bali. It was one three-day vacation in Bali where we uh, went through a couple of trials and tribulations and tried to get our daughter's marriage to break up because we didn't think she was right. But we saw that the power of love overcomes all so we can love each other again. Let's jump off this yeah, boat that's... as a symbol of us jumping and in, diving into the deep end of our new life. Boy, um, we are back in love. That marriage 20... is certainly going to end with one of them murdering the other. 20 Hi. years ago, you stole my pudding cup. I don't fucking forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that reminds me, during a movie, they always were up this one one theme, was that the, the house burning down on the lake. And I was like, did she try to kill George Clooney? Then you find out, no, it was my daughter who set something on fire, and then I was That's just so Nobody unhappy. was there. What are you talking and, about? Well, I mean, they explained in a very convoluted way of like, how did the house catch on fire? It just caught on fire. Faulty wiring. Right. Or a means to get out of a terrible marriage. Allegedly. Allegedly. The marriage apparently wasn't terrible before the house burnt down. But after the house <laughs> burnt down, then it was that all was bad. Uh-huh. George Clooney carried that movie. I think he was my favorite character. And also seeing him run in his 60s was kind of just like, man, I wish I could be like George Clooney and play with some kids on the Bali beach when I'm 61 years old. Uh, it's like, George, so that George... came out so so all wrong no i don't know what he means um nobody no everything he said there was innocent everyone do not read anything into that but no i will say i did enjoy the scene uh where they're playing beer pong with uh basically moonshine um that julia roberts and george clooney playing drunk was was solidly done and quite funny it was oh yeah i think that was the that was probably the best part of the movie yeah that was i laughed the hardest at that scene and it was it was pretty good and they're drunk assholes, and it's great. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, let's... Now, I have a question. Um, if you get to rate the movie, how 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 high would you rate it? Four cats. How many cats? Four cats. Dang. Four cats. Four cats. Oh, oh. We're in solidarity on that one. It's four out of eight. You're just going to leave me hanging? Thank you. It's on a oh, okay, I was about to eight. say it. I thought it was like four out of five, and I was like... Oh, I, I don't no. know where No, there's eight cats. It's a cat scale. It's I admittedly an know. odd rating system. Oh, we know. <laughs> it's kind Wait, of a point. I get it now. You have eight cats. Hey. There we go. There, he's on board. Everyone everybody. is going to be so mad at me for the next thing that I'm about to say. What? But I only gave Black Adam one more cat than that. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. That, five, that's actually very fair. Five cats. I haven't seen this other dumb movie, so can't really gauge how inappropriate that would be. <laughs> it's dumb. It, it was. All right. I found it to be very meh. Like there were oh, some. Oh, we're switching to Black Adam now. Okay. Or now we're talking about Black Adam, I suppose. Yes. All right. Two minute rundown of Black Adam. One, he wakes up. 
Two, he blows up shit. Three, he finds a kid that he actually falls for. Uh, two, falls, here. falls for romantically. <laughs> let's not. Yeah, let's not use falls for. <laughs> you know, I've heard George Clooney playing with balls with children <laughs> on a beach. Yeah. And now Black Adam falling for a kid. Somebody's on a pedophile thing <laughs> today. And it's yeah. messing me up here, DJ. Black Adam. There's a kid that endears himself to Black Adam. There you go. That's the word I want to use. Next thing you know, turns out Black Adam's not the bad guy. Oh my God. He's kind of bad know. guy. He's an anti hero. There just happens to be an alternate, different bad guy. Yes. Black Adam learns sarcasm. Oh, a friend of the family of the kid thought they were he was dead. Oh no, he's actually the main bad guy. They team up and they blow up shit, and then there's a really cool cameo, and then that's it. I mean, to be fair, we knew that Ishmael was alive the whole time. Like we get shown that immediately. That's not yeah. even a twist. It's just waiting for it to happen. But Black Adam didn't know that. Mm. Black Adam didn't know who the fuck Ishmael is. Black Adam didn't know what century he was in. I don't know who yeah. Ishmael is. I didn't see the movie. I'm the only oh, one he, here. He's the, he's the bad guy. He, that's a, he's the secret bad guy. That's not what? a secret. We're told that like 20 minutes into the movie, he's the bad guy. I I found Black Adam not only to be like a fun rock movie. It's like every other rock movie. It's fun. It's stupid. It has a terrible story. And I'm not there for the story. I'm there to see the rock have fun. And that's what it was. Like it was... Thomas, what did, what did you think? You actually got to go and see it. Yeah, I know. Uh, it wasn't terrible. Like again, I would say my rating on that would probably be six because it was funny. It was uh, quite entertaining to see a almost Superman blowing people up and the visceral of blood and stuff everywhere. So it was a very uh, violent movie. What was for this movie him. rated? PG thirteen. <laughs> thirteen, okay. yeah. I mean, like, like, yeah, that is the whole point of Black Adam is he's Superman, but an asshole. But an asshole, yeah. I mean, they they brought it right up to the edge of, like... I guess, I guess, sorry, he's he's Shazam, but kind of an asshole. The movie was almost... uh, Originally, when the movie was shot, it was labeled rated R for a couple of scenes, but they had to take out those scenes or edit them to make it PG-13. Yeah. Makes sense. Just like blood, not so uh, visceral options. You gotta gotta desaturate (laughs) some of that red. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't... We didn't. We didn't actually see him kill anybody. But we know he definitely it's killed a lot of people. That he killed <laughs> Not even a butt. He's allegedly killed that people. He definitely killed someone. <laughs> allegedly, we saw him throw a man off a bike in Doctor Face. Like, we need the prisoner. Uh... About that. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's gone. But he died off screen, so you can't yeah, actually. You hear don't the know thump, he's dead. So you. So you do know he hit the ground. Yeah, that's you just, hear the thud? The wow, that's really implied. Wow. That is... You see the you see the dust plume go up? <laughs> and I mean, the, actually, when you first woke up, you do see him, like, legit fry a bunch of people into skeleton dust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that, that first kill yeah, of the movie. Got some Indiana Jones shit going on there? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Except gets, much like, more intense. Raiders of the Lost Ark, light them on fire, melt their asses. Oh, there's no just lightning going through his body and then him just cooking from the inside and then becoming a skeleton is pretty much what happened. I feel like there was a scene where Black Adam literally ripped someone in half. I kind of wanted to see that. Kind of wanted to see that. that So, I I agree a little more with Tom. I think this movie was plenty fun. Maybe not the greatest Black Adam movie ever made, but if you pretend it's a weird sequel to The Scorpion King, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) At least the CGI is better. 
CGI is better, yes. Definitely oh, yeah. better. <laughs> I mean, the Rock, the Rock has had a kick with Black Adam for the longest time. What in a uh, Super Pets? I don't know if you guys saw that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. why he plays Black Adam and Black Adam's pet. Yeah, he plays both of them and the the dog. So he plays three characters in, in Super Pets, and I think that was made by his production company too. Yeah, so. it was. That's yeah. why Kevin you know, Hart he, was in it. He really uh, likes the character. Yeah, so I think he really wanted a Black Adam movie, and I think he really was hoping that the Black Adam movie actually like I will say, did well. All right, so, so I, did, I did not see the Black Adam movie, but I did read a theory about it that I am actually fully on board with. Okay, okay. So yeah, in, the fa- in the Fast and the Furious movies, um, The Rock has a clause in his contract that says that he is never allowed to lose a fight on screen. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Reason leads. I, I, I think all of like him and Vin Diesel and shit all yes, have stuff. But like re, that. but reason leads me to believe that he may have negotiated that clause in his contract with the DC Cinematic Universe. I can believe if that. that is the case, The Rock basically threatened to walk away from the production and take all the money in his production company away from Black Adam if they did not have Henry Cavill as Superman make a cameo. Because The Rock, as Black Adam, wants to fight Superman. And if he has that in his contract, he wants to beat the (laughs) shit out of Superman. That is why The Rock is even in the DC Universe. I don't think he actually gives a shit about Black Adam. I think he read the comic books and he goes, has anybody ever beat Superman? Has any of those guys been somewhat redeemable so I can get away with playing this character? I don't really want to be Doomsday or Apocalypse. Okay. So All right. I'm a, Black I'm Adam a, it a, is. Oh, I'm black. I can be Black Adam. And you're like, well, actually, he's more brown. Um, He's from the Middle <laughs> East. I'm sorry. He's not actually black, man. Uh, but Close no. Enough. He should have been. He's Egyptian. He should have been. <laughs> yeah. Right. I guess yeah, I don't He should have. I guess. So, uh, so uh, I guess uh, they would decided Pacific Islander was close enough. I don't know. Um, sure there was an Egyptian guy that could have played that role. Uh, but... <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Uh, Oscar Isaac's not, no, not, not big no. enough. He's not big no. enough. Oscar Isaac's not Egyptian. And he's also not Egyptian, he's right? He is Middle Eastern. No, he's Hispanic. He, he, he's, part, he's Hispanic. Part, he's part Persian, part. I can't tell what the hell he's mixed Hispanic. With. I don't know. Let's not okay. debate, let's not debate uh, his, so, his racial makeup here. Um, all but all yes, I believe, the, I believe the whole point of The Rock getting as involved, involved as he has in the DC Universe, which apparently he has gotten involved enough that he can make serious decisions about the direction of their universe here. Um, that, yeah, I think he just wants to beat the shit out of Superman. And I think he specifically yeah, wants right. to... You're I right. think it's he specifically wants it to be Henry Cavill's Superman, and I don't know why he wants to punch Henry Cavill in the face so bad. Well, you gotta think about it, though, like, so... I mean, he I has was... a very punchable face, but I don't understand he, he what he wants to do it so bad. Face. He's a he's a very good-looking man. Like, nah, no. not when he's a Superman. Like punch him in the face. Uh, we, we've actually talked about this on this podcast before. He's the opposite of cleans up good. I want to punch his chest Henry Cavill grimes up great. You make that... You, you dirty <laughs> that dude up a little bit, you tatter his clothes, and you give him a five o'clock shadow. The motherfucker is the, one of the best-looking people on the planet. But you could put a curl in his hair. You get him clean shaven. He looks he looks like a fucking mannequin. He looks dead inside. Okay, true. He does not clean so, up good. He grimes up great. All right? The Rock came out on his press tour basically said, yeah, it's been 15 years that we have been trying to get this movie made. And Again, so I think he wants to punch Superman in the face. I don't You're right. think that was You're... the whole... But here's the real reason, though, which is going to shit on a lot of fan theories, is that The Rock has been pushing this movie because he wants more diversity of superheroes in the space. Because every major leading movie we've seen, the character is, you know, 
white. White. And this is the first time we've seen a character of color actually lead a superhero. Okay. In DC. In DC, a superhero movie and done successful. Like, it's already made almost $200 million over the weekend. So, Oh, it's going to make so much money in China. It's not even funny. They love Uh, The Rock in China. They love The Rock in China. I I don't know about... I mean, they, they didn't love Black Panther, though. Yeah, they didn't love Black Panther, but they love The Rock. Specifically, The Rock. <laughs> they're like, they're like, he's Pacific Islander, he's almost Chinese. That counts. <laughs> it's just like, the, he's Pacific Islander, that's almost Egyptian. Well, he's that also counts. Like, oh he's, Islander, he's half Black, half Pacific Islander. And I'm just like, like when you see him, it's like, is he? What is he? You can't tell you. He's black. just enormous. That's what he is. He's oh, enormous. Yeah. The funny, I thought it was really funny when they tried to CGI him down. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, did he transform? Bonnie Dwayne Johnson is a terrifying sight. Wait, yeah, so, wait, did, did he transform from actual Black Adam form back into? Yeah, but it's yes. not how it should have been, where he would be like several thousand years old. He's just Dwayne Johnson, but scrawnier. Like they don't age him up or anything like they should. And the, have. the CGI so like, looked so wonky. So they like Chris Evans in uh, Captain America. Yeah. his, his yeah, normal but... face onto a tiny person's body. The Chris Evans uh, dump down was actually done better. This is just like a giant CGI head on a normal man's body. And then yeah. I first saw yeah. it, I blurred it out. It was like, oh, God, that's terrible. He looked like a bobblehead. So I'm just saying, um, we know The Rock's never done steroids, right? Never? Uh, that has yet Can't to be, be proved. Determined. I'm just saying that's what he says, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> you go back 20 years and you look at him now, it's like, bro, you steroids. The man's a slap of me. I mean, he's always been an enormous human being. I can't say he's not. And he does have the time, money, and uh, opportunity in order to perfectly tone his body into the finest tuned ma- machine it can be. But also, you can't get that big. I'm sorry. He is you enormous, yeah. That's what they said. Your when, skull uh... doesn't grow, okay? After <laughs> a certain point, your skull doesn't get bigger. That's Unless you're taking Levi. human growth hormones. Like, when he got big for uh, Shazam, everyone was just like, how did that small little man get so big? We don't understand. <laughs> small little man becomes big man. You see steroids? Steroids. Steroids. Where can I find steroids? Very <laughs> much. What is happening? <laughs> I just wonder where the voice came from. Like Mario. Like, how do I get bigger? Do I get the mushroom? Do I not eat mushroom? How do Why I get big? I was going to say, I was going to say, still better than Chris Pratt. That was, uh, let's hire Tom. Can we, can we have Tom redub that movie for us real quick? I take the mushroom, I get bigger. Oh, no. Oh, no. Luigi, we need to get bigger. Yeah, Mario, we need to get bigger. I manage the mushroom, yeah. They take the mushrooms. They take the superhero movie, really bad Black Adam movie. (laughs) Uncharted. Fun adventure movie, really bad Uncharted movie. (laughs) I have not seen the Uncharted movie, and I don't think I ever will unless my girlfriend wants to watch it, but Tom Holland, no. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Still... Honestly, he's probably the most believable character in any named role. Like, he, you can buy him as Nathan Drake. I liked him, or at least as a, as Nathan Drake before the video games, Nathan Drake. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't help that the kid that they have playing him in, like, the flashback sequence 
doesn't look that much younger than him. Yeah, right? So when it does the time skip, it's like, what has this been like two weeks? What? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was three years later. Because <laughs> Tom Holland still does look like he's 15. He looks pretty young, yeah. He could play fifteen. He could still play a high schooler if you if you well the MCU will let him and they do so. I'm, I'm, I guess Sony Pictures technically. I'm Nathan Drake. I just graduated high school. I've been an adventurer for like twenty years, but I look Nathan 16. Drake did not graduate high school. Like <laughs> <laughs> when the trailer was like, bro, did Nathan Drake just got a high school like a year ago? He might have his GED at best. Yeah. He might. <laughs> I, I feel like he's a good test taker, so he just signed up for it one day, went in and, uh, and, and aced the thing and just got out, and he's good. So, yeah, he's technically got a high school diploma, but no, that dude did not walk in graduation. No. no. He did not graduate high school. He uh, was a wanted murderer from when he was, like, 13. <laughs> oh, that That, that is the case in Uncharted 4. His brother and him, uh, Nathan and Sam Morgan, were wanted for murder when they were young. I did not, I did not realize they were that... Uh... Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't. They didn't kill anyone. The lady had a heart attack while they were talking to her, and they broke into her house. You don't have to yell at me. It's okay. <laughs> I believe you. I, I don't. It didn't intend to I yell. Have a question. I just grabbed it weird. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving you a time. <laughs> you have a question, DJ? I have a very, very big question. Uh, Absolutely not. I'm not a trained psychiatrist. I can't help you with that. Whoa, 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 that's not the type of question I want people to hear. I mean, if y'all want to talk about the, I mean, I can give you a history no, of Spider-Man. We're good. All right, so the question I have is, are you guys ready for the biggest movie of the year? Which is... Avatar 2. Fuck, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> Bro, if that shit didn't come out 10 years ago, it's not going to be good. I'm sorry. It. I, I'm sorry. But, but apparently... Hey, but apparently Zoe Saldana held her breath for five minutes underwater to get the perfect shot. Who gives oh, no. a fucking shit? I, so held so my breath for water. Anyway, so what are you saying? Is he's the, talking the, about the, Wakanda forever, but we're we're what, just gonna skip what movie? right. I don't think he's talking about that. I don't think that he thinks that's gonna be the best movie of the year. He does, yes. It might be actually. Is the sad part. Everyone's gonna cry because they're gonna rip our hearts out with Ch- about Ch- Chadwick Boseman. And then, yeah, things will happen. Do you think we're actually going to be surprised by who's under the Black Panther suit? It's going to be sure, no. right? Probably. Like That's the only one that makes sense, right? Just making sure that's not just me. Honestly, the biggest downside to Wakanda Forever is the effect it's having on comics, where okay. T'Challa is kind of slowly being phased out of the Black Panther series. If they if they kill him off in the next couple of months, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I wouldn't say because he's being phased out. He really he is, is, though. Because he's being villainized. But just saying, so you because ba- they're basically wanting people to stop thinking about Black Panther about T'Challa as Black Panther and start thinking about what they're doing in the MCU and not be distracted by what's going on that, in the comics. It's kind of a common thing they do with the comics. It it doesn't usually stick, but after a new interpretation of a character or a change gets made, they make it in the comics for a while, and it's just. It derails currently set up plots. It's always a bit of an annoying thing. Like, I, it, I'm not not excited about Wakanda Forever. I am excited. I think it looks good. I just I'm a little disappointed. It's going to be fucking with Black Panther and Avengers comics for a while. Whoa, they've already fucked with it already. I'm just excited that Namor is going to be. I there. know. Um. So let me give you a little fun but fact. So Peter's not so, impressed. Uh, during um, the late 2000s, T'Challa actually led the Fantastic Four. 
and uh, Sherry was Black Panther, so you had both Black Panthers existing in the same universe at the same time. Currently, uh, they now have it where Wakanda has an intergalactic uh, kingdom out there in the deep, deepest part of space for some fucking reason. God knows why. Uh, on top of that, T'Challa now is basically an exiled prince. The Avengers hate him. And uh, I can see them bringing in a new version of T'Challa after Secret Wars. So they can reboot the whole Black Panther space. I can just see it. Well. Wasn't the whole T'Challa yeah. thing supposed to be like the like redemption arc for him? Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. don't... Aren't they like on a anti-hero like fucking kick right now? So why wouldn't they want to use that? Well, like, I mean... That's like good redemption arc too, wasn't it? Well, so when Marvel didn't have the rights to the Fantastic Four at X-Men, they made the X-Men and Fantastic Four irrelevant in every major storyline for like 10 years. And that's what they're probably going to do with Black Panther. It's like, he's still relevant. Like, he led the Avengers. Like, any current ongoing Avengers series, he is de facto leader up until a certain point. Yeah. But that's that's what I mean. Like, that's the problem. Because that's those changes started well after... Uh, Chadwick Boseman died. And what a way to honor this really great actor by taking his character and just throwing him to obscurity for a while. Nobody but, thinks about T'Challa. They're throwing him to obscurity and also making him have his own solo series at the same time. So it's kind of like where where they're going with this. I don't think they're going to put him to the sidelines because they did that for like 40 years. I mean, who knows? We might see a Black Panther that's white. You know, it's just like... Please God, no. That seems. I would, I would laugh hysterically. It might be Zach. Zach can be the Black Panther. Oh, it's shit. fucking inclusion, man. We gotta have all the woke inclusion we possibly can. Oh my god. On that note, <laughs> we're gonna move on to the Jesus. end of the month wrap up. Um. So, comment from our video. He's off in Missouri from Jay Gilmer Forty Two. Um. It was just announced that the director for the upcoming Blade movie has quit. Production was supposed to start in November. Now the studio is looking for a new director, which will push back the release date to who knows when. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. That yeah. movie's been so, plagued with trouble. stuff since the beginning. Same thing happened with Ant-Man with Edgar Wright. He was supposed to be the first director, but he didn't like how Marvel had a formula. He was like, I'm out, bitch. I still want to know if if anyone is going to mention the big hand hanging out on Earth after the Eternals. Oh shit! Yeah, they have not. They have not. They have literally have not mentioned that in any media since that came out. Well, we haven't really seen any big reactions uh, on from any of these for any of, for each other. Oh yeah, they did. Like, um, like uh, the Spider-Man movies made r huge reference to both the blip and like Tony Stark's death. Like, he, he literally goes around and sees. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not, I'm not talking about that. Where like we get reactions to the big, biggest, most recent event. I mean, no one's talked. I, I thought there'd be a bigger deal out of you know the timelines breaking apart like they did. Like they'd get referenced in any of the multiverse movies, but nothing really comes of that. Right. Um. I mean, we kind of get a vague connection with Hawkeye and uh, Spider-Man, where I think Yelena talks about wanting to see the new and improved Statue of Liberty that we see get destroyed in Spider-Man. Uh, I think that right now what they're doing is that Phase 4 is kind of like this redemption. I don't want to say redemption, it's a recovery phase. Like, you got to think about it, though. After, like, um, the snap, like, what are you going to do? Just keep going on with bigger and bigger stories? No, it's like, 
Thor, Love and Thunder is about Thor coming to terms about who he truly is, you know. Yeah, but Andy. Thor, Love and Thunder was not a good movie. It was also. Uh, you're movie. wrong. It it was it was a fun movie, but not a good movie. Okay. I've discussed this. Taika Waititi had to do a lot of recovery after they completely fucked up Thor's character arc through the uh, Infinity War movies. I, um, I understand what you're saying, but good. that doesn't. You're wrong for thinking it's not. It doesn't make it a good movie. And I will say also. Oh, it, Taika had to cut 30% off of what he actually wanted to do for the cut for the movie to get it down to a, a still unreasonable two hours. Exactly. The movie felt rushed, and he didn't have enough time to fully flesh out Thor like he did in uh, Ragnarok. I will say, like, right now, what they're doing in Phase 4 is, like, Phase 1. They're just running. Oh, no. We've lost him. The world may never know. The yeah. world may never know. <laughs> All right, what are they doing in Phase 4? You, we missed you. You completely so, cut out. <laughs> phase 4 is like Phase 1, where everyone first thinks, like, oh, this shit is fine. <laughs> well, we, we just aren't going to hear from Remember how Phase 4. We're just not allowed to know. It was like the hottest new shit. It's fine. Um, all right, from, uh, <laughs> from our video, Uncle Alien PhD, um, hashtag not Tom's account, uh, the unconscious shadow. <laughs> Uh, said so comment below and let everyone know your favorite part. Uh, mine is everything Tom, to which uh, my girl, J. Gilmore42, goes, my favorite part is everything Stephanie. She keeps you guys in line. Wow. <laughs> uh, barely. So. <laughs> I, I, I actually disagree with that entirely. I don't think she's kept yeah. us in line See, once. but I'm the one with the editing power, so I just... Jay, Jay Gilmore is a kiss No. <laughs> I would say I've also never watched this scene edit us in a bad way, yeah. It's whoever the second person who like agrees, hey, we should move on. That's actually keeping us in line. <laughs> this is why I'm a guest. This is why I'm a guest. Uh, um, and then... I didn't even see him speak there. He's like back here, and he's like, "This is why I'm a guest." <laughs> Magic. Um, and then uh, from YTC again, uh, Jay Gilmore forty two. I said, I agree with you guys. The Samurai Jack sequel was really bad. I wish they had done a spinoff, Jack and the Scotsman. I really like their friendship. The fight scenes were epic. Brendan Fraser is open to another mummy movie. I would only watch if Rachel, Rachel Wise was also on board. Not the story happen. would have to pick up with their son as an adult and the parents tagging along on another adventure. Do mummies really die? I think Hollywood could bring, bring mm -hmm. Emotep back. Sorry, it's really long. Emotep <laughs> yes. is an actual person who existed in history, and he was a really chill dude. Can we stop dragging his name through the mud? Absolutely you know, but, <laughs> but the mummy Emotep was actually pretty fucking good. Like, that was they probably the best mummy. Yeah, uh, like, he was probably the best mummy. They already tried to do that with the Mummy 3. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, like, the whole with there. yeah but uh, you said she definitely wouldn't come back. I don't think if they would. did it now, she probably would, because... Her big reason for not wanting to come back was her age versus her son's actor's age. Yeah, that she yeah. wasn't. She wasn't. I'm not that much older than the guy playing my. The exactly. Playing my son. Yeah. Which I think is understandable, um, but I just don't. I don't think the uh, a Brendan Fraser mummy sequel would actually do all that well. People would get too excited at the idea of it, and then they wouldn't get what oh, they would, wanted. Would, people would be, like, be sorely disappointed by it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And then would Brendan Fraser like? Is he going to be the old dad? Or is he going to be like, you know, lose some weight and get into it? Henry Jones Sr. kind of thing. Going on. Part of the reason he stopped <laughs> acting to, to, be be to be in a secondary role. 
because his body was destroyed by those first two movies. Since oh, yeah. Like, yeah, well, that's, that's part of the reason he stopped acting was because he tried to go all out and do all his own stunts and it just destroyed him. What's really sad is it's quite really, literally. It's actually the Looney Tunes movie where he got to hurt the most. What? Really? Yeah, um, where they're making fun of the fact that he did his own stunts because he plays a stunt man that stunted for Brendan Fraser, but would but got fired because Brendan Fraser refused to let him do the stunts because Brendan Fraser wanted to do all his own stunts. I love the <laughs> it's the best line in the whole movie. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> he loses his job because Brendan Fraser is an asshole, but he's Brendan Fraser, and it's great. And then he punches himself out if memory serves. Too. Yeah, and no, yeah, but yeah, so no, yeah. One of the worst, like one of the places he got hurt the most apparently was on that show. Is what I read it at least in an article somewhere, and I'm like, that is the worst credit on your list and you should not have hurt yourself for that movie ever no one should have sacrificed for that movie (laughs) except for maybe the three virgins that they did for it to be okay uh to make money at the box office Uh... i think his eagerness with those movies and basically the willing to like i'm no i'm gonna do all my own stunts i'm gonna do everything character's gonna be you know me rick o'connell i'm gonna be him uh, was what made those movies so good. And 100%. if they did another one, he would not be able to do that if they gave him any action sequences. Yeah. Well, that's what, like what he was saying. Like it, it would be more of like a Henry Jones Senior type of deal. Even Sean Connery had some vague action sequences in that movie. He punched one guy and blew out some fire. <laughs> I know. I'm just concerned if he'd be able to do that. Even like he was gonna play Firefly and Bat uh, Batgirl. That dude wears a full suit. He was going to voice Firefly and Batgirl. <laughs> you never know. Maybe he was going to do it. And we never will because they canceled that movie for no fucking reason. And apparently they're going to be shuttering like a billion dollars worth of stuff that they had in production, basically. Yeah. They're really... Uh, and they just hired two new... Uh, uh, well, apparently uh, James Gunn is going to be the new co-CEO of the DC uh, Studios. I'm okay with that. I can't remember the other guy who it is, but I don't know if that... I, I think that might mean that this Guardians movie is going to be James Gunn's last time working with Marvel. They probably don't want the guy who's the CEO of Warner Brothers. I'm also kind of Brothers. okay with that. I'm like, just pick a, pick a side, bro. Okay? Do what you gotta do. I think he's Anyway, fine. that's gonna bring us to Extra Big. How did we get on the mummy? <laughs> Because the last comment... Talked about the mummy. She was talking about the mummy. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt like such a derailment. I'm like, what the fuck? How did we get there? How did we get to the mummy? Of all the derailments (laughs) we've ever gone on, that's the one where you needed to stop and go, wait, how did we start talking about this? (laughs) I was very worried I brought it up because I recently rewatched all of them. What station did I get on this train at? Uh, (laughs) Lord. (laughs) Uh, Where did DJ go? I don't know. I think we lost him. I think he's dead. DJ, are you alive? He was consumed by the void. He went to get a snack. Unclear. Anyway, um, <laughs> so anyway. apparently Doctor Who is like super cool now because uh, Hot Topic has like a shit ton of merch, which only annoys me slightly because, of course, when I was trying to find any gift for this fucker ever, Anything Doctor Who related was like so hard to find, and now I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll just go on to Hot Topic and buy all the things. Just, um, just get him one of these things, one of one of those. I can't see what the, that is. It's is that... a bookshelf like a police box from like the TARDIS. Oh, nice. oh. I like that. I'm like, it's so far away. I'm like, I can't. I was really hoping from here that it was uh, a set of all of the Doctor's screwdrivers. Um, <laughs> I would have been totally on board with that. I'm like, yeah, you should get that. That is a thing I would like. Um, uh, 
But they they had uh, actually Hot Topic had a lot of merch when the new reboot started. Uh, it fell off pretty pretty heavily during the Capaldi era. There wasn't nearly as much of that going on. And then I guess now that the 60th anniversary is coming up and Jodie Whittaker's run as the Doctor has ended, they're pushing it a little harder, it sounds like. Yeah, so anyway, I'll have a link. You can go shop all your Doctor Who needs, I guess, most of them. I don't know. Anyway, uh, next in your weekly dose of Disney, fantastic uh, hold on, hold on. news, Disney fans. Fantastic is returning. Hold on. What's hold returning? On. Did we just skip over the fact that no one knows what happened in Doctor Who? No, 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 what? no, 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 shh, no that's my of, bit, shut up, of, shh, yeah, that's I, my I know. bit, we all shut know up, that's, yeah. a bit? Oh, okay. shh, right. that's my bit, it's gonna get discussed, man, shut your fucking face, yeah, like, this is I bullshit, cause I, I was about to start talking move. some shit just now too, I'd be like, no wonder Doctor Who's so fucking big, is a whole shut, fucking shut reason, shut your fucking face, I get, I, me and Zach will definitely be aware of this one, so, I already threw, I threw those bits to him, so he had something to talk about, so I'm just going to continue on, and we're going to get to it. Angry. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, November 3rd, Fantasmic returns to Disney. They've completely redone the show. There's, like, a whole new sequence um, with characters that weren't previously featured. So uh, super so excited for that. And then just released on Friday. Oh, God, I forgot you did this. My girl Tay-Tay, new album, Midnight, now out. She also is there a sucks. song called Witch Bucket? There's she not sucks. a song called there... Witch Bucket. And I don't give a fuck. But... Yeah, I don't give a shit. I wouldn't want to listen to it. No, we've got Lavender. She's already, they, they've already released two music videos, uh, Bejeweled and Antihero. Um, and I'm really liking it so far. I've already listened to the album like four times through. Okay. And the extended version. So I have not I really listened to this at all. But you guys, like have to hear, you guys have to hear these song names. This is Lavender Haze. Maroon, Antihero, Snow on the Beach, You're on Your Own Kid, Midnight Rain, <laughs> Question, Ellipses, Question Mark. That's the, that, that, that's the name of the, just Question. Uh, vigilante Shit, uh, Bejeweled, Labyrinth, Karma, Sweet Nothing, and Mastermind. At least seven of those are Halo ships, I'm sure of it. I'm sure. <laughs> Wait, what? Couldn't have done a single witch bucket. I'm so disappointed. No witch bucket. I was really hoping for I know. <laughs> uh, Peter, did you come up with a bit? I've I've been here. No, I just asking. No problem. <laughs> Thomas, did you did you did you were you going to talk about this Daryl Brooks thing, or did you have a different bit? I mean, no. I mean, if if we talk about the Daryl Brooks thing, it'll get a price serious. But uh, just real quick, if you ever go to court. Don't represent yourself and don't think for the life of you that you have any control at all in the courtroom. That judge is the final person to ever say anything to you. If they sit there and say, you cannot do this, you probably can't do it. I don't know what's going on. I'm so lost. You don't know. We're on on, on extra bits. Uh, no, 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 don't, 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 don't even start, Tom. Don't, don't. DJ, do you, did have you, you have a bit have you wanted you to it? share? Do, have you seen it, DJ? Have you seen the Daryl Brooks case? Look it up, DJ. We've look lost, it we've lost DJ again. He's got, oh, man, he's got to look it up. Because I, mean, I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And... yeah he's not, I got nothing here. 
If we give him a chance. There he is. All right. Are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, I just want to talk. No, you, you don't want to talk, obviously. No, no, no. I was going to say, I was like, I, I wanted to talk about Halloween. Halloween? That's talk about Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Halloween's so great. You know, it's a, it's a great franchise that's been around <laughs> for like 40 years. I'm not it's even kind of, a little surprised this is what he was doing. Yeah, you know, it's just, I, I found like after seeing Halloween ends, I would not recommend this movie for anyone unless you're a diehard Halloween fan. God. It was only yeah. good if you with the nostalgia behind it, kind of thing like that. Yeah. So, wait. Do you guys care if I talk about the no, movie? No, not at all. Spoil it. I'm never. I've already seen the entire like spoilers for it. So what's funny? So Michael Myers has like maybe three kills in the movie. Just, just three kills. Yeah, he's got like he's like in the movie for a total of like eight minutes or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. So, Most of the kills are all some kid, right? Yeah, so this kid who accidentally killed the kid he was babysitting the year beforehand uh, becomes, like, possessed by Michael's evil spirit. Like, he gets knocked off this bridge by some kids. He gets dragged into this sewage with Michael's uh, in, and he gets, like, this stare down and just like... And then he's like, I want to kill. I want to murder. I hate everyone, Mom. He kills his mom. He kills the kids that's bullying him. He kills his boss. Basically, he's like trying to copy Michael. He meets up with Lori's granddaughter, such a unnecessary character. And um, he gets killed by Lori. But then Fake Out, he didn't kill him. He killed himself because he wanted to fuck with Lori to make it where Lori and her granddaughter don't actually be on the same page in terms of relationship. Then Michael comes in. He gets killed. Michael kills no one. He gets killed himself. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more it makes my head hurt. Michael gets killed by Lori, and then from there, he is put on top of a vehicle and paraded across town by everyone, and then put into a uh, a car crusher. And people are asking, is this right? It is tonight. It's, necess- <laughs> it's necessary. All right, Zachary, I mean, it, it what's It was called bit? Halloween Ends. I guess he was going to have to die, right? Doesn't she, like, write a book about it and... The, like the final words in the book is like uh, he'll get no memorial or anything like that. It's like, but you wrote a book about this. Like you, her whole book you've immortalized this. Yeah, she did. The movie was stupid because it was coming to terms with Lori accepting that Michael was finally done for. But in actuality, she was like, I always knew. I always knew. Zachary, what's your bit? <laughs> oh my lord. Okay, apparently moving on. Uh, first thing, the nice, a fun thing, with, especially with the uh, Doctor Who 60th anniversary coming up. Uh, in 2023 there. Um, those episodes will actually be, sh- all the new episodes of Doctor Who from now on will be streaming on Disney Plus in America. So if you have that already, you will be able to watch uh, the new Doctor Who's that are coming out. But anything before and, that. And anything before that will still be on HBO Max. Um, and you should definitely want to watch the 60th anniversary because, all right, so Jodie Whittaker's time as the Doctor just ended. Uh, she just had her big regeneration scene. Um, she broke tradition in the new era of Doctor Who because she did not blow up her TARDIS when she regenerated. Uh, she finally got fucking smart and I walked s- out the goddamn doors. We we watched, yeah, we watched the, like, spoiler of her regenerating, and, um, he didn't know what I was watching at first, and I was all like, he did it! They finally did it! Managed to get outside the TARDIS to regenerate so it don't blow up again! Yeah, you still have Doctor Who episode. Uh, and then um, regenerated into the 14th Doctor, David Tennant. And, the, <laughs> and I am and the so first, fucking excited. The it's first not thing he funny. goes is he makes a clap back and goes, wait, 
I know these teeth. I do the yeah, because like the first time he when he regenerates into into the tenth Doctor, there he goes, "Ooh, new teeth. That's weird." Um, and then he goes, "Oh, I remember these teeth. So they must be some weird fucking teeth." Is all I'm gonna all right. say. <laughs> David Tennant apparently needs braces. Um, but uh, uh, so I'm really excited. The 60th anniversary um, is gonna have him and Catherine Tate in it, and then the, also the new um, the new Doctor who I can never pronounce his name correctly. Shuti Gatwa. Uh, who's going to be officially the fifteenth Doctor? Um, David Tennant is the. It's not a regenerate. It's not a degeneration or anything like that. He is a new Doctor with the same face, and it will be interesting to see where they go with that. And I am kind of excited. I think uh, I, I do think actually they had need to, to do watch. It that way was, though, because like of how old he's gotten and how like long it's been, like he wouldn't have. It, like, it wouldn't have looked as good if it was, like, a degeneration back to the 10th Doctor. You yeah. know what I mean? But I will say uh, I'm interested because, um, what was I going to say? No, you talk. Sorry. No, no. You do it to me all the time. No, never You'll happens. be all right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do want to see this. I, well, unfortunately, I guess we might need to get HBO Max because I don't want to wait for the DVDs to come out. But apparently her last episode as the Doctor, this uh, apparently was, it's called The Power of the Doctor. And it's going to be 90 minutes. Um, and uh, there's cameos from every living uh, doctor, every living actor who's played a doctor shows up in it at some point in time, apparently. And it sounds really interesting to see what, what they're doing with that. Woohoo! What you got, DJ? So he's raising with, the roof. He's just know. raising the roof. So uh, with that being said, new Eight Bit Cat show comes out on Friday. Don't we're forget. Just to- skipping over the fact that Doctor Who fucking is only trying to get back its clout by fucking putting David Tennant in rather than going to the new Doctor, which would oh, probably be ten times better. That's fucking ridiculous. I would just rather have the new Doctor be put something? in. This yeah, is it's bullshit. Gonna work. Well, it's gonna work. That's the. It's hundred percent pandering. The tenth Doctor's always been my favorite. I don't give a shit. I'm on board. <laughs> no, I, look, I watch it. I'll watch it. I, I just, I will. I will. I'll watch it. But fuck, just wow. You've been tanking this whole time. You've just been going for a crash. Just, oh, and then you come out and you go, oh, yeah, here's, here's David Tennant as a fucking doctor again. Everybody watch. Everybody watch. I mean, that's he's only going to be the reason. doctor for like three episodes anyway. But still, that's the whole point. And you we just, will have just plenty of time it. to bitch about this when it comes out. Wow. With that being yeah, said, what she said. I'm new- mad about this. Big Cat Show be. out on Friday. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, do all the fun things. You can find us on Patreon, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And until next time, geek out, be fabulous, and have fun. Tom does not get the last word. Mr. Kitty. Mr. Kitty. All I want, one follow. That's it. Just one, okay? No, no, hey, hey. It's okay. Just a follow. That's all I'm asking for. You just follow us on Patreon. You can listen to us on Audible. No, no, hey, 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 oh, damn it. Oh, hi, Mr. Kitty. So you came back? Oh, thank you for the follow. I definitely appreciate it. Now you're going to get all the specials. That's what you're going to get. Yes, you are. Okay, bye.